Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now, here's your host, Uma Girish. Welcome back. In the last episode, I discussed the first four common responses to grief and loss. In this episode, I will discuss the next five responses to grief and loss. Anxiety or panic. When you're grieving, you sometimes wonder, am I going crazy? Will I always feel like this? You're afraid to be alone. You worry about the future. You fear something else will happen to you. And you fear you're losing control. It's advisable to call someone, discuss these feelings and to bring some kind of anxiety-reducing behavior into your life, like regular exercise. All of these may help release these feelings of panic and anxiety. And if these feelings persist or become more debilitating, I would strongly encourage you to find a professional and seek help. The next common response to grief and loss is depression. And many of us go through this stage Some go through it for much longer than others, but almost all of us experience some form of depression. So this is the phase where you're asking, what's the use? Why should I even live anymore? Life is the pits. How can I go on? Because you're hurting. The sadness seems really heavy. You don't enjoy things. It's difficult to concentrate. You don't want to be around people. You feel helpless. And occasionally, We even have suicidal thoughts. How can I go on without my loved one? Depression can also manifest physically in terms of loss of appetite, insomnia, headaches, digestive issues, all kinds of things. Some amount of depression is a very normal part of the grieving process and will usually dissipate over time as you experience it. And again, talk therapy can be extremely useful if you find someone who can bear loving witness to your pain. And also doing something special for yourself or for someone else can be helpful. One of the things that helped me enormously was reaching out and serving other people. But if your depression persists and seriously interferes with the way you live your daily life, it is very important to seek professional assistance at the earliest. Another common response to grief and loss is sadness. The house seems so empty. Nights are the hardest. Women who lose their husbands find it hard to go to bed because the empty side of the bed is a reminder. And what happens is your social dynamic changes. If you've lost a partner, friends stop calling on you. And you feel like you've not only lost your partner, but your friends as well. Once visitors leave and everyone returns to their daily business and life, you are left to face your grief alone. And that's when the sadness and loneliness become overwhelming. At this time, it's wise to seek out a grief support group. Not only do these groups provide an opportunity, a space to share your pain, but you can learn very helpful ways of coping as you share your story and make connections with people in the group. 
The next common response is confusion. You have difficulty concentrating. Many of us say, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I can't remember where I place my keys. I can't think anymore. You feel disorganized, absent-minded, and you have difficulty following a conversation sometimes. All this is a natural part of the grieving process. Your energy when you are grieving a loss is focused on your heart. It's not on your head. So be gentle and patient with yourself and do things to help yourself through this process like making lists or asking other people to help remind you about important dates, times and things you have to do. Because this too is just a stage that will pass. The last and final response to grief that I'd love to draw your attention to is grieving behaviors. You visit the cemetery too often or you don't go at all. You carry around objects or photos of your loved one or you painfully avoid all reminders. You talk to your loved one as you go about your day. You find yourself constantly obsessing about the events that led up to the death. You dream of your loved one or you become upset because they don't show up in your dreams. You're preoccupied with your loved one's image or you sense their presence or their energy around you. You feel like you can hear their voice or you see flashes or glimpses of them. You are not going crazy. That's the most important thing I want to say to you. You are not going crazy. It's a very natural part of grieving. All of this or some of this is very, very normal. And so be easy, be gentle, hold yourself with compassion and care at this time and understand that grief is really hard on the heart and the head. And all of these behaviors, all of these responses are just part and parcel of walking through the territory of grief. So I hope this episode has been useful to you. I'd love to hear from you. Um, if you would like to ask me a question or share an experience you're going through, do email me at uma at umagirish.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and spending this time together. I wish you many blessings. Thank you for listening to The Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H.com for grief guidance and inspiration.